Hey, this is Faye Jackson, aka the Plus Size Pam Greer, and you're listening to the Chick Foley Show. Not the first show, just the best. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to 2020. Welcome to the Chick Foley Show. And we have no Chick Foley with us. It's big dude season over here. Yep. It is. <laughs> big dude, big and smaller dude over there. You're getting smaller, but you're still, yeah. you're still up there. You know, we're still hanging out. We're hanging and banging. Um, <laughs> hot take kid here in the, the Jimmy's Famous Seafood Studios, Phil Gentile. I got the MVP, Marco Denton, across from me. What's going on, Marco? What's going on, man? Just uh, you know, just enjoying this new year, um, and trying to trying to say trying to stay healthy, say my resolutions that I made last year. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, uh, that's a, yeah, that's we'll get we'll get to that. That's a whole different story. Uh, we uh, we've just learned that uh, Sheena will not be with us tonight, which we expected. Uh, she did have uh, the uh, the young uh, the new addition to the family. Stella is with us. If you don't follow Sheena on uh, Instagram at Chick Foley. You, you probably should, but uh, so yes, yeah, Stella Phelps is uh, the new member of the family. So Sheena's pulling double duty over there, and uh, the heel husband is uh, is is off to sea and back to work until uh, for many months. So uh, she's got a lot on her plate. So we're gonna float some people in and out. I think me and Marco will talk about some uh, some guest co-hosts for next week if we can swing it. Uh, luckily this is a slower time. We're about to get into Royal Rumble season. So, uh, it, you know, we got some stuff cooking on the, on the back burner, but you know, Sheena has obviously more important things going on right now, some family things. So, uh, she will be back with us here in the coming weeks. So, uh, you have to just hear our beautiful voices uh, until then. Apologize for that. Uh, we do have the Sheena Tron 5000 that will fill in for her, uh, until, until she returns. But, uh, yeah, I also want to thank Faye Jackson for the, uh, the intro to t- uh, tonight's show. Uh, yeah, you didn't hear that, Marco, but you'll be able to hear it when you listen to it. And uh, nice. yeah, nice little uh, thick chick season uh, little intro there. So uh, <laughs> yeah, we're off and running here, guys. Uh, be sure to check us out on social media. It's at Chick Foley on at Chick Foley Show on Twitter at Chick Foley on Instagram. Where's where you can hit up Sheena. And if I sound weird tonight, I have. Uh, cough drops in my mouth constantly because uh marco i woke up on the couch in the middle of the night and i could not breathe i look in the mirror in the bathroom and uh my i think it's called the uvula it's a little hangy thing in your throat it was yep. about, it was about the size of my nutsack um, <laughs> which, is, um which is not not i mean that's the only way i could describe it i mean it was like block bl- <laughs> now this is not the large sullivan related but um, yeah, I, I could not breathe, um, very well. And I took a couple of Benadryl. I didn't know, no idea, I had no idea what happened. I don't know if I eat something or like allergic Jeez. reaction. So went to patient first today. They gave me a bunch of steroids and, uh, I, I'll be fine, but it's, uh, it's still like bothering me. I still have like a pretty bad sore throat. I don't really know if it, what, what's going on, but I'm feeling better. I'm on the mend. But uh, the this, this show, it's like, a, it's like a horror movie. We're falling apart here, man. We're dropping, yeah, no. we're dropping like flies. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, you sound good, though. You don't sound like you're, uh, oh, you're struggling you. over there. No, yeah. It's, um, it's, it's getting, I think when I wake up tomorrow, it'll be much better. And uh, I hope nobody uh, isolates that audio of me saying I had balls in my mouth. Yeah, that, that's not – yeah, like you said, not with the, uh, the Lars Sullivan thing going on. You don't want that um, happening. 
I do want to sh- give a shout out to some of our folks on Patreon and our our Facebook group. Uh, one of our buddies just posted a, an awesome message. Our buddy Alan uh, posted a pretty thought felt message, like basically wishing us all a uh, a happy 2020. Uh, he uh, he posted a picture of all the figures that he uh, received from people in the group this year. Man, did you see it? Uh, it was like an hour ago. Check it out if you haven't. Um, it's like 20 or so figures. He you know he basically talks about how. You know, he works a, a 40 hour job. He, you know, he does a lot of family stuff. So he misses out on primetime figure hunting and he was about to quit the hobby until he found our group. And, uh, he's been able to get a bunch of figures for, you know, retail price without having to pay scalpers. And this is a pretty cool message. So Alan, thank you. We appreciate you. We appreciate all of our Patreon subscribers. Uh, starts at a dollar a month. It's patreon.com slash chick Foley show. Uh, and upwards from there, it starts at uh, $5 a month, gets you some extra episodes, unboxing videos, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, we did an episode with Chris Van Vliet, the uh, backstage interviewer from AEW. And uh, Marco, what I'm doing is, is posting them to our Patreon page you know, this week and then the next week. Uh, that'll go out to the masses on our normal uh, iTunes feed. So uh, anything that we get, it'll be posted. All the interviews that we're doing with people over the next couple months, they'll all be posted to our normal feed where you get our normal episodes, but uh, the Patreon subscribers will get that stuff a little bit early. On Monday, we're dropping our interview with uh, Stack Guy Greg from Cheap Heat, the uh, ESPN awesome. wrestling podcast. Yeah, he was uh, he was a great interview. He was a, he's a huge fan of Marco, and uh, we, had a, we had a good, yeah. No, hey, it's, it's, <laughs> it's uh, you guys have a lot of similarities in your role in the podcast and how you've grown into you know now you're co-hosting and that same thing he's doing. So uh, yeah, yeah that's. Definitely can't wait to listen to that. Yeah, it was pretty cool. So we have a, a couple other people lined up. I know there's a couple of uh, folks that you want to uh, co-host me with, with some interviews of people we know from social media and stuff. So, uh, yeah, a lot, a lot of cool stuff going on there. Like I said, it starts at a dollar a month. It's it's uh, patreon.com slash Chick Foley Show. You can find the link on our social media feed there. And um, we had a lot of stuff to talk about, man. But how was your Christmas? Let's get into uh, the, the, the festivities. How was your holiday? Uh, holiday was good. It's always a it's always a weird time for me personally because my birthday's like the very next week, and it always falls falls in line. So it's the I my birthday is New Year's Eve. So usually, um, as a as an adult, it doesn't really matter because I'm I'm not expecting any gifts or anything like that. But just go back to when I was younger, and uh, it, my birthday would be the next week, and be like, obviously after Christmas, everyone's dead broke. <laughs> yeah. So there's <laughs> there's nothing coming my way. <laughs> at that point but um but yeah no it's always a, like i said it's always a uh, a fun time around my area so we celebrate christmas we usually um head over to my wife's aunt's house she hosts uh christmas all the time um so we go over there for the for the festivities and things like that um and then usually just come back home and just usually just watch them like christmas movies or something like that depending on how the kids feel they do have a bedtime still so we still have to stay with that schedule and yeah and things and um but yeah, I mean, on this New Year's Eve, I actually did nothing at all. I ordered some food, um, drank some beers, and actually like went to bed. I think for the first time ever before the ball dropped, I actually wow. did. I woke up like at like three in the morning. And I was like, oh, it's 2020. Huh. <laughs> oh, well, I went, went back to sleep. Didn't <laughs> think anything of it. Was, um, your, was your wife working or? Oh no, she she was she was there. It was actually uh, so we put the kids to bed, and uh, we obviously we got to like hang out, you know, till the ball drop and everything. But obviously, <laughs> my kids don't like to sleep for some reason. They're night owls. So oh, one of the girls got up. Um, I was I was chosen um, uh, to go put her to sleep. Obviously, she didn't go to sleep. 
So I'm laying there with her, and next thing you know, like I said, I wake up, it's three in the morning. I'm like, ah, <laughs> oh, I missed everything. That's uh, uh, life of a life of a parent, I guess. Yeah, for <laughs> That's sure. How it goes. Uh, with my job, I, I by the time New Year's Eve rolls around, I don't feel like doing anything. So the last like two or three years, I've just done the same thing: just hang out, watch Netflix, uh, eat some Chinese food, order some food. We had we actually had a couple neighbors over. We had a couple four, two, a couple different couples over, and then they nice. basically as soon as the ball dropped, they left. They were like, you know, and I was like glad. I was like, oh my god, thank god, I'm ready to go to bed now. But uh, <laughs> we just sat around playing some games, drinking some beers. It was pretty low key, but. Uh, Christmas was good. We'll get into any uh, figure-related uh, gifts that we received or gave uh, in our Go Figure segment in a little bit. And um, But first, we need to get Inside the Squared Circle, sponsored by our friends at Chalkline. You can use code CHICK, C-H-I-C-K, for 15% off of your order there. They're dropping new stuff almost daily at this point. Um, I can't even run down the list of things that um, they have on there. It's a ton of wrestling merch. Um, some really cool stuff. So check out chalklineapparel.com. Uh, let's run down. I didn't watch SmackDown. You did. Just give me some of the high points before we get into a very eventful episode of Raw. Uh, yeah, so nothing uh, too crazy. Obviously, it's the end of the year, so they're not going to like push any narratives to, like until you know Royal Rumble season starts going. But um, uh, we are getting the uh, the American Dragon, Daniel Bryan. Um, as he's called now because of the uh, the new look that he has or the old look that he has um, against The Fiend. Um, they didn't say Bray Wyatt. They did say The Fiend. So it looks like uh, that's happening yet at Royal Rumble. Um, I'm not sure if he's going to win. I mean, maybe they're priming him to win. I don't think so. But uh, that should be pretty cool. Um, it seemed like they're going to put Roman Reigns into the the um, that triple threat match with The Miz and Daniel Bryan. Um, cause he came out, it was supposed to be the opening match. Um, and ba- uh, Baron Corbin's making his way down to the ring. And, uh, um, as Miz and Daniel Bryan are in the ring waiting for him, um, Roman Reigns music hits, he, he attacks, uh, Baron Corbin. So, and he kind of took him out of the picture. So it looked like they were going to put Roman Reigns in that to me anyway, but yeah, that was at the beginning of the show. So maybe they're just like, now nah, let's just wait. So they, um, it seems like they're just going to feud forever or fight forever, which um, I know a lot of people will be happy about um, having Roman Reigns and Baron Corbin probably have another match at Royal Rumble, I'm assuming. Um, but uh, other than that, uh, nothing nothing really no, uh, newsworthy. I did mention to you earlier that the, um, it seems like Lacey Evans is full full face now. Like she's no longer a heel um, doing run-ins, helping out. Um, Dana Brooke when she's uh, when she's um, <laughs> getting beat up by the um, I thought she was the, a perfect uh, heel man I don't know why they turned her face I mean the gimmick I mean I know she was a face in, in NXT and she kind of did the patriotic kind of former military type of gimmick which was which worked but I mean she I mean she's not the best yep. in ring she's still green but I, I liked her as a heel a lot I'm, I'm surprised they turned her face already yeah it's I mean it, the, her antagonists are obviously um, Bailey and uh, Sasha Banks, so they're they're obviously the heels. You can't have three yeah, heels going at each other. So, um, and they did have a spot the week prior on uh, SmackDown where um, they had a match, and uh, uh, Sasha Banks actually rolled out of the ring and started like started, started jarring at um, Lacey Evans' daughter, which is pretty much prime. You're a babyface now. Yeah, like when you start attacking someone's family, a la Samoa Joe, <laughs> you're, you're definitely you're definitely the heel, and that other person's a babyface. So um, I'm excited to see what they're gonna do. Maybe I mean 
they're definitely priming her and pushing her and getting her ready for that that top spot. Um, I think anyway. Um, but other than that, nothing nothing crazy happened on SmackDown. It's uh, it, it was all raw. So are they calling him the American Dragon now? Are they, are they, they use that nickname on SmackDown? No, no, they're not. They're not oh, that's, that yeah, would that's be cool. a, that's a that's a Twitter name. Okay. I mean, that was yeah, his. That, um, was, that was ROH his, like, name, right? Yeah, his ROH. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they they could if they actually use the uh, the um the library and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, when it comes on the network, but yeah, that'd be that'd be pretty cool. But yeah, that's a Twitter name for him there because he looks exactly like how he did ten years ago, pretty much. So. Uh, also, I forgot. Uh, later on in the show, we're going to announce our winner of the Slim Jim Macho Man giveaway that uh, Marco is donating to the cause here. So we will do that in our uh, Go Figure segment a little bit later, make you guys wait it out a little bit. Let's get into Raw because there's quite a bit to get to here. Uh, a couple good things that I liked. Um, Andrade winning the U.S. title on a house show over the Christmas break, um, which they used to do a little bit more than they do now. I'm, I'm kind of glad they are doing it because it kind of makes you think like, oh, shit, they're coming to Baltimore. Let me go check it out with my bring the kids maybe something you know maybe the title change hands or something and you know it's just anything can happen kind of thing exactly they've gotten away from away from it and uh i i like it and i think it's a good way to have him just kind of step into the role without having to explain it on tv and just like okay he's the champ now you know it's not like it's a world title or anything no i mean i, I actually like the fact that they did that it's like a, like you said it's like a nice little surprise if you're at a at a house show i mean it's really not a house show because it was at madison square garden <laughs> so that's pretty huge that that happened yeah. there but um yeah um, the other thing that happened there was the uh the, the randy orton injury um the knee injury that he that he had there so that was a uh, that was another um actually was that was that at the Madison yeah, Square yeah, Garden yeah, show? Yeah, it was. And I, yeah. Wanted, I wanted to talk about that because I am completely mind blown. They would they would make a make up a fake uh, injury. I mean, mm-hmm. had it been fake, right? I mean, yeah, and and milk it for just two days, and then the payoff is just that he comes out and RKO's AJ Styles. Like that that was the entire like build up for that. Like they couldn't have stretched yeah. it a couple weeks or you know made it like a little more eventful like you know he he could have he can he RKO's people all the time why does he need to pretend to be injured to RKO AJ Styles i just didn't get it and um i know they've done those fake you know kind of planned injuries before but this one just seemed kind of weird to me i don't know yeah, it's, I think they could have. They you de- you're definitely right. They could have stretched that out a little bit. Um, it might have been like a we got to get this done before the year's over to get some excitement going for the the feud or whatever. But um, um, I, I mean, as a, I mean, I totally thought it was a legit injury because um, things like that happen on house shows. So yeah, they actually got me a little bit on that one because um, of the pictures that they were releasing were pretty like they look pretty legit. And the video that was posted looked like a fan video, but they could have had a plant. They're recording it on their phone or something like that, um, which it seems like they did. But like I said, they totally had me on that. But like, they definitely could have waited to like maybe this raw, like the new year, like the first raw of the new year, do something like that, or like maybe the the next one after that, leading up to or the one be, or the raw before Royal Rumble, maybe maybe stretch the injury out, have him come out every week and like give updates on how his knees doing and all that stuff, and have like as soon as AJ came out and like kicked the crutch and all that stuff, I was like. All right, yeah. I know this is where this is heading. Yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty obvious, but uh, I mean, those those guys just. I mean, I guess I guess they're gonna fight at WrestleMania unless they fight at the Royal Rumble. But 
I feel like we just saw them. I had totally forgotten they had fought at WrestleMania. It felt like it was like a month or two ago. But I mean, I feel like I've, these, these, they're both great. They both put on an awesome damn match. But I'm surprised they're putting them together again without even like a title on the line or, or anything. So yeah. Hopefully it's just a Royal Rumble thing just to kind of fill time before they move on to a bigger program for WrestleMania. Uh, we saw Samoa Joe return. He's a face. He's kind of teaming up with Kevin Owens, which is uh, an awesome an awesome team. I'm sure those guys would would punish a Golden Crowd buffet uh, <laughs> together. <laughs> Big dude season, um, and uh, and throw back some beers too. But uh, yeah, that's I like that pairing. I guess they're gonna have kind of like a little bit of a, a mini face stable against uh, Seth and the AOP. I'm liking that. Yeah, no, it's a, I actually I'm I'm a, I'm a Samoa Joe fan. I think I've said this before. Um, I think I brought it up when like when Sheena was doing like her thing against Samoa Joe and like hating him so much and I'm like why she hates Samoa Joe he's so awesome in ring and on the mic um but yeah no, I, I, I he's he's a legit you can you can see he's a legit tough guy too like you what he says you can take him seriously like I, I I do anyway um so he's like the perfect person to put with uh Kevin Owens against the AOP and and uh Seth Rollins in that sense so I, I can't wait to see what they what they do it. I'm hoping no one does a turn at some point because that's what WWE likes to do. They like to do this like, oh, we're gonna team up and be baby faces against this stable, and then like one person just joins the stable at some point. So hopefully it's not Samoa Joe. Um, but yeah, hopefully they keep those two going and they have some awesome like tag matches. I'm hoping they do a third person in that group um, so they can do like three on threes and stuff like that. As soon as uh, Seth Rollins gets back from his uh, injured hand. I'm gonna put it down right now that Samoa Joe is wrestling Kevin Owens at WrestleMania. I mean, Do you think it's gonna turn? Yeah, it's, I mean that's that's how all these things end. I mean, it's you know it would be a great fucking match. Uh, mm. I don't know if they'll do it that that soon. I mean that's a pretty quick turnaround, uh, yeah. two or three months. But um, we've seen Kevin Owens turn heel. I don't know who would be, make the better heel out of those two guys because I love Samoa Jones Joe's latest heel run. He was great on the mic, but and you know and Kevin Owens is always great as a heel. Yeah. So. Um. I think they did two different heels. Like Kevin Owens is more of like a, like a, you like he's not a tough guy heel. He's like a, like a asshole heel basically. Like he makes you, he's a kind of like a, like a Baron Corbin. Like how Baron Corbin makes makes you hate him. Like you legit hate him. And that's what Kevin Owens is good at. Um, I think Samoa Joe would probably be the the heel in that in that sense because he's he's like I said he seems like a legit tough guy and he he's 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 a threatening dude. Like you've seen. When he was feuding with um, uh, Brock Lesnar, and um, he had that uh, that moment in the ring with with uh, Paul Heyman um, when he choked out Paul Heyman, basically like that whole like they did like kind of like an off mic type of thing. Yeah. Um, so that that type of stuff, I think he's really good at just being like a really like good like I'm gonna kick your ass type of heel. Where Kevin Owens is more like I'm just gonna make in front of you type of heel. Um, so I think it, they would go with Samoa Joe in that sense, but. I could be wrong. No, I mean, it's a good way to go. I, I think uh, in the next couple of weeks we should start talking about some fantasy booking of WrestleMania because going yeah. back to SmackDown, and and I don't see this happening, but how awesome would it be if you want to make The Fiend over? I mean, put I, I'm, I'm assuming they're going to put The Fiend with, with Roman Reigns, and if you have Roman beat him at WrestleMania, I think the, yeah. the Fiend thing is done. I mean, I don't know how you come back from that. You know? Yeah. But, I mean, how awesome would it be to have – the Undertaker's, Undertaker's final match against the Fiend, and he loses, goes out on his back, and 
that would just make you could do anything to the fiend at that point i mean you you're the guy who retired the undertaker he's basically the reincarnation of the undertaker as far as mm-hmm. a character um i think that would be awesome and that would be i mean geez that would that would put some butts in seats man that would be a main event caliber match whether it was for the title or not yeah i think that's i think that's down the line i'm surprised that they haven't like hinted towards yeah. it yet i thought they were actually doing it when um when he attacked kane um so that was kind of like a you know that that could be a like a like a like a predetermined like hey this you did this to my brother um you're not going to do this to me type of thing but yeah i i, I think that's a destined like match to happen um i'm hoping i'm, I'm going to be like selfish and hope it happens at SummerSlam because it's in boston this year that would be an awesome SummerSlam match undertaker and uh and the fiend that'd be really sick but um yeah yeah, we are in the early, 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 early stages of planning some sort of Chick Foley meetup hangout for SummerSlam weekend in Boston. So if you're listening to this, get your travel plans ready. I know there's we got some listeners that are close to us here on the West Coast. Uh, sorry, East Coast. I don't even know where the hell I am right now. On the East Coast. <laughs> but uh, you know, we'll figure out lodging. We'll uh, we'll we'll make it work. Even if you come for the day, I don't know if I'm going to go to all the events. I know Marco is going to be able to hit everything up because he lives up there. Uh, but, uh, if, if you're down, reach out to us, uh, via DM or in the Facebook group, I'm sure we'll post about it and be cool to have a group of people, uh, to, to go see the show with and hang out and check out Boston. I know from the time I've been there, I've always thought it's a pretty cool city and I haven't really seen a ton of it. So I'd love to see more, have you show us around, go to some good places and yeah, definitely grab some food. So yeah, just keep everybody, keep that in your, in your, in your, uh, in the rearview mirror. Uh, all right, we've been positive enough. We've talked about uh, enough good stuff here. We need to uh, talk about this Lana Lashley wedding. So, uh, <laughs> if, if you've ever accused us of 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 not talking enough crap about the WWE, this is where you're going to want to take your, probably take your pants off. Uh, <laughs> this was one of the worst fucking things they have done on Raw. I would say since I've been watching wrestling in, in in the early 90s. I mean, I know Raw wasn't around back then, but yeah, this was so goddamn bad, Marco, that yeah. it was almost like entertainingly bad. But they even messed up. Like, let's just start from the the beginning, okay? And chime <laughs> chime in here whenever you whenever you want because there's, <laughs> I, I'm probably gonna miss some things. There's fucking a hundred chairs on the stage that they never even used. I don't yeah. even know why they set that up. I mean, one thing you could have done is just had all the wrestlers out there and make them, them like forced to come and like have them laughing at the whole situation. And that would have added a little bit of uh, you know something to this this whole sketch. If you haven't seen it, you have to go back and watch it. It's on YouTube. It's got like six million hits. Yeah, but basically, it was the end of Raw. Lashley and Lana were in the ring getting married from some my cousin Vinny preacher guy who was like, yeah who are who are you. Oh, yeah, he was, he, was, he was bad. And, uh, you know, of course they get interrupted like every single wedding that's ever happened in professional wrestling. And Lana's, Lana's first husband comes out. Then, uh, well, first, uh, yeah, Lana's first husband and Lashley's first wife comes out and you know, out of the backstage area with microphones. Yeah, uh, all which, dressed up nice. You know, dressed up nice, <laughs> and, you know, yeah. Like they were, oh, I'm going to a wedding. Might as well dress up, I guess. Shit. Um, <laughs> and, and then at some, at some point, Lana and Lashley like embrace and start making out like like monkeys, and um and they both get like she gets like his makeup like his like dark makeup on her face and he gets like yeah. white makeup on his face, <laughs> and they're both trying to like rub it off without either of them saying anything and oh my god it was just 
it's it's one of those things. If if you had a friend with you that was like over your house for the holidays and they were watching this, they would just say, "What what do you watch this for?" Like, yeah, it's yeah. just like, and even like, of course, at the end, Rusev comes out of the cake and they get a they don't even get the shot right. They don't even have him in the frame. You don't even yeah, see him coming out of the cake, which was the whole even, point of the whole thing. And even to get out of the cake right either, he like kind of struggled getting out of the cake, which he it was it was cringe. That part was even that, that part was even more cringe. And it was like a like half the cake was an actual cake, and and like half of it was like yeah, you know, he like styrofoam or something where he pushed it over. Um, I don't know where they go with this, but the biggest complaint people have is they've been working on this Liv Morgan reboot for months now, and and she has vignettes and everything, and this is how they bring her back. She comes down the ramp, and she says that she has to stop the wedding because she's in love with one of the people in the ring, and of course at that point you know it's Lana. Yeah, it's pretty obvious. And then yeah. they start brawling, and there's no, there was no lead up. I don't even know if I've ever seen those two together in my entire life on TV or social media or anything. I don't watch Total Divas, so maybe they're on there. Yeah, they they are together on there. I mean, they're all all the they're all the ladies are together on yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Total Divas. Yeah. yeah, but just the two of them, like, are they? I mean, it doesn't doesn't even matter. But I mean, they're like they're like buddy. I mean, they she uh, she posted pictures of them together like a few years ago, and like and Rusev was hanging out with them and stuff like that too. So. I mean, it's they're trying to like plant seeds in that sense. But if you if you didn't watch Total Divas, you wouldn't have any clue that they hung out with each other off the camera. Yeah, it, it was just you know like the the, <laughs> the 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 preacher is reading all clearly reading off of a script in the book, and like yeah, Lashley's forgetting the words. Like the preacher just says like a line, and, the, and Lashley can't even remember it. Yeah, he yeah he totally <laughs> botched that whole like sentence that he had to repeat. Why? That was. Yeah, and I usually I've liked Lana the last couple of times she's been on TV, but she was just like screaming loud, like eating the microphone and just screaming, and like it, it, it was just bad all around. I don't even know where they go with this now. I mean, these two have wrestled before. I guess we're gonna get a mixed tag match at Royal Rumble with the four of them. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't, I don't even, I, I just don't know. Especially with the Liv Morgan, it's it's Liv Morgan is like the factor in it. It's like why I like. It's like, oh, we don't have anything for you. We're just gonna stick you in this awful feud, and like, but the whole thing is, I, I guess, like, that's those segments. I guess those are like their highest rated segments on Raw. Like, whenever Lashley and Lana are out in the ring for the past for whatever they started this, I guess those are the highest rated. I, I was reading about that, like, which is insane to me. Which means that, like, it's the it's not just wrestling fans; it's a total divas audience probably watching it as well, and like really getting into it which is insane to me that's why they keep on doing that's why they haven't stopped the storyline yet because it's actually showing results yeah somewhere somebody tweeted it today and i forget the exact numbers but i think it's got i mean this was just monday today is what thursday so this has been three days i think it has five or six million views and i think all the videos that AEW has on their youtube it's like 200 and some videos yeah has like 30 or 40 million views so i mean like it's yeah. just insane, and I, I can't explain it. I mean, I went back and watched it just you know to prep for the show, but I guess if you had to watch one thing from Raw, it's like well, looking at a car crash, you know, when you're driving. Yes. <laughs> um, but it, I mean, God, man, like, just see that's the empties. Like the they even alluded to like the announcers. I'm not sure if anyone picked up on it, or they probably weren't paying attention. They did allude to the fact that they like invited people to the wedding. 
So that was kind of funny that nobody showed up to it. I think that was like the joke that like, oh, they invited all these all the superstars are supposed to show up, and then no one ended up showing up. But it, they should at least like put like maybe the street profits have them just show up. Yeah, and like they have them sit, have, yeah, like, <laughs> sit there like, like two people like <laughs> like Rowan like Rowan for some reason like early in the show Rowan really wanted to go to the wedding. Like, why the fuck do you want? Why do you want to go to yeah. the wedding for? Be awful. But yeah, they should <laughs> have should have had like two people there, like just sitting like by themselves or something. Really yeah, funny. Rowan in his cage. Like his little cage in one of the seats, like him sitting next to that, and then like the street prophets just sitting there, just like making cracking jokes, like you said, uh, eating popcorn, laughing at them or something like that. Or, <laughs> oh, I don't know. man, yeah. If you have, if you haven't watched it, go back and check it out. It was just like I was so glad I watched Raw for that because, oh my god, it was just it's unexplainable how bad it was. It was like almost like so good it was bad or so bad it was good uh we got that charlotte was the number one entrant in the women's royal rumble which isn't too much of a shock but it's the the, yeah the announcers really seemed like they were shocked that the best women's wrestler was going to be in the women's royal rumble even though they have (laughs) they only have like 40 women's wrestlers like i think they're all going to be in it but you know yeah i wish they brought back the days where they're like they you picked out a number as your entrant or like you were given a number not like you walk out there and go i'm number one or yeah, yeah. Anyone can walk and be like, I'm number 30, and then I'm going to win the Royal Rumble because I'm number 30 and I don't have to <laughs> waste as much time. But I'm assuming she's going to be number one and probably win. She's going to last the whole time. That's that's my prediction anyway. I don't see anyone else winning the Royal Rumble no, me besides her. Unless we get a Ronda return or something. But um, <laughs> I, I, obviously she's one of the front runners. I would, back in the day, they would announce like on Raw, like, oh, the head shrinker fat two is in the Royal Rumble. You know, like the, yeah. you know, just like build up to like the big names because like, exactly. you know, obviously Charlotte is going to be probably the, the favorite to win this thing. So, but you know, yep. it'd be cool. Um, I do enjoy that they do the women's Royal Rumble as in addition to the men's Royal Rumble. Um, so yeah, that was a uh, pretty eventful episode of Raw, whether you liked it or not. Uh, we'll see what happens next week. Uh, NXT end of year awards. They didn't have an actual show. They had the uh, – I, I watched it for about the first five, four or five minutes until I saw Pat McAfee in his stupid, like, tuxedo shorts. Had to turn it off. But they gave out some end-of-the-year <laughs> awards. They showed some highlights of the, the best NXT matches of the year. And we got the teams announced for the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic, which is cool that they're bringing back. Uh, I mm-hmm. think it's uh, NXT UK versus NXT. We got uh, Undisputed Era, clearly. Uh, yeah. Mark, Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan Webster, uh, Riddle and Pete Donner, a tag team, which would be cool. Yep. Forgotten Sons, Imperium, Grizzled Young Veterans, and uh, Gallus, two guys from uh, NXT UK. And then Kushida yep. is ta- tagging up with a mystery partner, so we'll see who that is. But mm-hmm. I'm not sure what the – I mean, it's cool they do this. I just wish there were some sort of, like, stakes involved. <clears throat> like, I would like, I would almost prefer to not have the tag team champions in it. And just just do like, you know, then these whoever wins it gets a title shot or you know something because it's right now it just doesn't seem like it has any kind of like I know you get the trophy at the end or whatever but yeah you know I thought that they that I thought that that's what they did before they used to like if you if you won you got a you got a title shot at the at the champions if I'm not mistaken okay. I could be wrong though the previous ones that they did but um, yeah it's kind of weird having the champions in there it should be like another team in there and then whoever wins they get the trophy and they get to face um the undisputed era at like one of the takeovers or whatever it is um that would make sense um any speculations on who Kushida's partner will be 
I haven't heard anything. I don't really know who it could. I mean, I don't know if it's going to be somebody off the main roster from Raw or SmackDown, if you're going to do somebody that's debuting, if you're going to do somebody kind of with a similar style, maybe, I mean, Nakamura. May, I mean, he doesn't. he's not as super similar to Kushida. He's a different style yeah. altogether. Um, the only reason I said it is because they're both Asian. That was super racist. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll cut that out. I'll cut I, that even, out. I totally didn't pick that up at all. <laughs> no, I'm just trying to think of like someone that was used to be in NXT that could like step in that people would know and it would be cool. Uh, John Morrison, maybe? Yeah. Maybe that might be his. No, that'd be a, weird, that'd be a weak debut, but yeah, that's would. something WWE would probably do. Yeah. Um, um, we'll see. The uh, Dream, Dream hasn't been around in a while. He could be the... Uh, the partner he hasn't won a he hasn't won any thing in recent memory. He lost his uh, North American title, so and he has he's been gone for a while. I'm not sure how serious his injury is. Yeah, he must be banged up, right? Yeah, I don't read like dirt sheets or anything like that. I try to stay away from that stuff, but I'm gonna have to start doing some research and seeing what kind of injury he has because he's been gone. Like he missed the whole like the whole Survivor Series thing, which I thought would that would have been his like his his coming out party if yeah, he was a yeah. part of the whole. That whole um, that whole thing there, but obviously Keith Lee was the the breakout guy in that in that sense. But uh, I totally missed uh, AEW because I recorded it on my sling and it didn't record for some reason. I don't know if I just have too much stuff on there. If you if any oh, side, a side note here, if you if anyone doesn't have cable or you want to get rid of cable, I actually enjoy sling. It's just on uh, on like a Fire Stick app and uh, mm-hmm. it's like thirty bucks a month. But it has like all your major channels. But I get USA and, and TNT, which is great. And it has like a, I think it has like ten hours of DVR or something. Nothing, nothing crazy. But if you want to record like Raw and Smack, you know, Raw SmackDown and uh, NXT every week or NXT or AEW, it's 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 pretty good. So that's what I use. I, this week it didn't record, but something like they kind of hit the reset button for a couple of these things that they have going on. I'm gonna go back and try to find it on YouTube or something. But. Um, I'm excited for the bill that they're doing for this Jericho and Moxley thing. I think that's really yeah. that's really been well done from what I've seen in previous weeks. Uh yeah, they had um they had uh Le Champion come out and well he didn't come out, he was, he did a video um for John Moxley. Basically he's been trying to court him to be in the inner circle um as as a you know member, but now this week he wants him to be an, an equal sharing leader in inner circle. So he wants a, I think he said uh, 49-50 split or something like that. Um, um, so basically a co-leader in the inner circle. Um, he offered him, like, obviously money, mansions, all that stuff. Um, he, he, he actually um, offered him a 4GT with the suicide doors, which was pretty sick. He actually got in and drove off. So um, And then obviously Moxley said, you know what, um, I don't have an answer. I'm going to give it to you next week um, in person. I'm not going to do it now. I want to say it to you face to face, so you know what that means. Um, he's going to drop him on his head. <laughs> That's what I'm assuming, anyway. Um, but so, um, someone at work, I get, I have to give her credit for this because I did not even think of this at all. Her name's Jade. She's one of my coworkers. She loves AEW. Um, she actually brought up a good point. So uh, this weekend, you have the um, the Wrestle Kingdom coming up, where Jericho and Moxley are featured in uh, matches. Um, so they made, she, she's saying they may do something where like, um, Jericho has his match with Tanahashi and Moxley. Cause so basically the stipulation is Tanahashi says, if I beat you, um, um, in this match, I want a shot at your AEW title. Right. 
I'm not sure if you heard any of this at all. So uh, basically that's his stipulation. If I beat you, I want a shot at your title. So she was saying it may be something like Moxley may come out during that match and like stop Tanahashi from winning that match so he can get his title shot. And it may look like, oh, he's siding with the inner circle. And then AEW rolls around. He gives his answer. Then he drops him on his head, basically, which I didn't even think of. Um, just to delve into the New Japan world because we really don't go into that. But, yeah, so that's an actual thing. So Jericho and Moxley have matches at um, Wrestle Kingdom. Um, I'm not sure if they're on the same night. Uh, they usually do it in two nights. Um, so I'm not sure if they had one's fighting one night, the other one's doing the other night. So uh, we'll just see. So I think they're going to continue the storyline during the weekend. That actually might be pretty cool yeah. if they – they bleed into the new Japan thing and that'll kind of set up like a, there's, there's been rumors that, um, AEW and new Japan have been like, kind of like talking. Like I know. Yeah, I, kinda, say that. I heard that too. Yeah. yeah. That's, I mean, oh. that's, that's the way to go. I mean, we talked about it last week of who they could kind of merge with or, or steal some talent from, and that, that would make <laughs> perfect sense. And I think that's, I mean, that would be a great scenario. And I think AEW would be smart to do that. So, um, yeah, definitely. That would definitely further a lot of their storylines. And there's so much talent over there that people, you know, the hardcore AEW fans would love to see. Um, I'm confused by the hangman, what they're doing with the hangman page stuff with, uh, Kenny Omega with the elite. I don't know if they're going to turn him heel or, or what, but that, I mean, it's, it's given him something to do, which is cool. Um, he's kind of been lost ever since he lost the title match to Jericho. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for uh, to to check out AEW Dynamite and uh, and uh, when's that? Their pay per view is coming up, isn't it? The Re- the Revolution thing. Yeah, it's in February. Oh, I oh it's right. It's Le- it's Leap Day. That's right in Chicago. Yeah. Did I, did I yeah. talk about this last week that I'm going to be in Chicago that exact weekend for a wedding? Yeah, you did. Yeah, okay. and I, okay. I I told you I wouldn't. I hate it if you actually just. Got some tickets and went there or watched it I during the. I have to. Right? I mean, it's like what are the what are the freaking odds? Like, when do I ever go to Chicago? And exactly, uh, you know, when is when is a it ever line up for something cool like that? So yeah, the, I was like, when is the wedding? She's like, oh, it's like eleven or twelve. And I was like, oh, I was trying to like do the math in my head of like where it is and like. I have plenty of time there. Yeah, yeah. Just you know, with the wife and kid, I don't know. They're just cool with me just dipping out. See, <laughs> I'm sure, I could find some uh, some Foley family listeners to go with if I if I needed to. I know it's sold oh, yeah, out, definitely. but I'm sure there's tickets to be had on StubHub or something. Um, uh, so let's go outside the squared circle. We touched on a little bit of everything from some of the shows over the last couple of weeks. Um, we're gonna get on a pretty regular schedule here going forward. The holidays were tough. Me work wise being sick, and then uh, Sheena having a baby come out of her body. And, um, and all that stuff, <laughs> but uh, you know we'll 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 definitely be going regularly at least once a week, and we have like I said a bunch of extra stuff. We have a mailbag episode. I, I put the questions together. We're going to record it. We asked you guys on social media for a bunch of cool questions, and um, you guys hit us up with a ton. So we're going to uh, read those off and answer those in the next week or so. Uh, let's go outside the squared circle and, and talk about some of the things that um, were wrestling related. And uh, I have a couple here. Before we do that, actually. I had a little piece of trivia for you. How many how many title matches do you think Roman Reigns had in 2019? Oh man, um, any title? Any any title in the WWE? I'm gonna say <clears throat> in 2019. Yeah, I'm gonna say zero. I could be wrong, but I'm gonna say I don't remember him having any title matches or title contention matches. 
He had I one. Could be wrong he had one. He only had one, one. So you were close. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what it was. I didn't. I didn't get that much information. I'm not that good of a podcaster. But uh, <laughs> he did one. And I also have a little another trivia for you. I have the the top five people in the WWE with the most wins in 2019. I want to see how many of these names you can guess. Oh my god, the most wins. Yes, most victories, in ring victories. Any is it NXT included, or is it just like Raw and SmackDown uh, people? It looks like it's just regular Raw and SmackDown people. Um, it's five of them. Oh, geez, yep. that's rough. Um, in 2019, um, definitely gonna. I have to put Charlotte in there at some. I think she might be one of the people. Could be wrong about that. Um, oh man, this is rough. Um, Alistair Black has to be up there because I don't think he's lost yet in any of his matches. Uh, that's two, three. I tried to pull up the Who Wants to Be a Millionaire theme song. It's not, it sounds like a techno song. What the hell? Uh, none of those people are on this list. No, really? Wow, yeah. okay. Think, um, think bigger names. Let me, let me think. Okay, so Roman Reigns. Actually, no, he didn't wrestle that much. Oh, no, yeah, he? he was out for much of the year, yeah. Um. There's one. Oh ta- there's I, one tag team of these five, and there's one female. I'll give you those hints. Okay, so I'm gonna say AJ Styles. Is he one of them? He is not. No. He's wow. Okay, all right. So yeah. you said big names. Let me think. Yeah, yeah. Kofi. Kofi Kingston Kofi wrestled is, a lot. He is number one with 41 victories. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Finally got one. Seth Rollins has he, to be on there. He's right? number two. All right. You're on For a roll matches. now. You're on a roll now. Yeah. Okay. Seth Rollins. All right. Uh, Bailey. Yep, she's number five. She's the only female. Wow. She had 30, 30 wins in two thousand nineteen. I'm assuming it's this so... is just this is just like uh, pay per views and like uh, Raw and SmackDown. I don't, I'm assuming they're not adding in house shows. It would be a lot higher okay. number. Uh, I'm so channeling, you got one. I'm the Sheena. I don't. I'm not, I'm not too big with the uh, with the quizzes. I like giving them. I don't like. Uh, That's okay. And, you did pretty good. The, you got three, the other two are kind of hard. The number four was Viking Raiders with thirty two victories. Uh, they just never they sense. never lost you know they feel like they won like every match and then yeah. Rick- ricochet was number three with 38 i was gonna say ricochet but yeah. i was thinking more alistair but then i was then i thought alistair sat in a room for like five months yeah. and did a wrestle the entire so summer he those... just stayed, <laughs> stayed indoors um probably air conditioned i'm assuming well, she doesn't really listen cool. to this and then uh, we can quiz her next week and see if she she gets this part Okay. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, wow. That was. Um, well, I did. That's that's actually surprising. The Ricochet. He did wrestle a lot, though. That's now that I'm thinking about. It. He was on literally every every week on Raw. Um, so so we, we saw WWE make an appearance. On, I didn't watch it because uh, I was not watching TV at the moment. But Fox had a has a New Year's Eve show with Steve Harvey. Can't believe I'm saying that. And um, Roman Reigns, I think, wrestled uh, Dolph Ziggler like in out in Times Square on the show or something. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Was, um, it, was it outdoors? No, it was, it was indoors. I think it was like – it looked like – I'm not sure if it was pre-tape, but Maria Menounos was there. She actually introduced the match and everything. So I'm not sure how they – what magic Did she or, poop her pants? They, Did she poop her pants? No, she not, – not that I know of. Okay. She didn't right. uh, – I mean, did, that'd be pretty cool. She, she did, did that at WrestleMania, so <laughs> that—that's actually <laughs> Google it. <laughs> no, she, I think it was—I think it was makeup or something. But yeah, all that tanner or bronzer yeah, that yeah. the ladies wear there. But yeah, they also um, they had some like superstars show up 
on the because uh, it was like the Fox's New Year's bash that they do. Yeah. Um, Elias was on there. He showed up, sang a song or two. Um, I think Mojo, our Truth, uh, they showed up. It was a, it was a, it was a, you know, I mean, it's Fox. It's they have a deal now, so yeah, you're gonna see huge. a lot more yeah. superstars showing up, and that which is pretty cool. Um, I believe Braun Strowman was on there too, or they brought up the fact that he was. Oh, that was the other thing. He was. Did you see the dancing thing that he did? Oh, I wanted to ask you about. What do you think? What do you think about that? Him being. I mean, obviously he's a face, so he's not. You know, he's not doing this as a heel. But do you think it's just like to, you know? It's. I have no problem with it. People complained about it on the internet, which you know people always complain about things on the internet. But you know, he's partying with the new day. Doesn't mean he takes anything away from him. What What did you think about that? Yeah, I, I, a lot of people are like, oh my god, he's turning to the new big show. He's he's a big man doing funny stuff and like it's like it, I don't think it hurts him at all. He's like you said, he's a face. That's what faces do. He's with the new day. When you're with the new day, you're gonna you're gonna dance. You're gonna do you're gonna do something goofy. Kevin Owens did it when he was a uh, big O um, for the for a little bit. So like he did all the swiveling his hips and all that stuff and. You know, so I don't think it really hurts him as much. I mean, I think people just because he hasn't seen Braun on TV as much, and like he hasn't been like the the killer he's been previously. So I think they assume like if he comes out dancing, it's like oh, oh, oh he's buried. Oh, that's it. He's all done. He's not coming back. But they could easily just have him destroy somebody and put on like a serious like face, and he'll be back to where he was before. Oh, but, yeah. Of course, yeah. Yeah, I think it's I think it's overreaction, but yeah, thank you for bringing that up. I completely forgot about that. Uh, we did see Arn Anderson signing with AEW. He, I guess Cody announced he was going to be his like coach for the 2020 season or something. Yeah, they announced him as like the uh, he actually walked him out to the ring. Um, they announced him as the Nightmare Family head coach. Um, I'm not sure what that means because Cody's like the only person in that. In the Nightmare Family, besides, actually no, Brandy Rhodes is the Nightmare Collective, so she's not even associated with Cody anymore. But yeah, so um, wait, what? I'm, I'm assuming they're they're different things. They both have some. They both have groups called Nightmare or something. Yeah, well, so like when they were before they became like AEW and stuff, they had like a YouTube channel and stuff called the Nightmare Family. So it consists of like Brandy Rhodes, Cody, and their dog. I forget the name of the dog. Pharaoh, um, so that's Pharaoh, a family. Right? Yeah, Pharaoh. Yeah. yeah. So that's the Nightmare Family. Right, so that was like a side thing, but now it's like now you have Brandy Rose with the Nightmare Collective, which I don't think is a I don't think Cody has anything to do with that. I think it's just like a different, um, like like group. Yeah, yeah. I think it's all women. He's so not even. He has like, uh, Asia Kong. Or, yeah. uh, awesome Kong. And, yeah. Yeah. So there's like a lot. So I think it's like two separate things. Um, but I just hate how it's like pretty close to like the Dark Order, which I'm assuming they might join forces at some point. That's my own like my own take on it. The Nightmare Collective and the Dark because they're too close of yeah of yeah. like like groups or whatever. They're, but yeah, at Hot Topic, they're the aisles are right next to each other. You know where they where they yeah the men's clothes <laughs> and the women's clothes or you know that's all this is. Yeah, all right, cool. That's uh that's that's happening. I don't understand why uh why the guy who runs the company needs a coach, but um I love seeing Arn Anderson on TV. So yeah, no, me cool. too. I love it. Was my one of my favorites uh, of all time is Arn Anderson. That's a little known fact. I do like the. Uh, I just he's he's awesome. I, I watch all I, I watch all the stuff on like on the network and stuff like that when I get a chance to just search Arn Anderson and be entertained. That's that's my little tidbit for you for everyone out there. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, yeah, we talked about the AEW New Japan deal. Uh, WWE Backstage had their top five matches of the year. Um, yeah. Do you, do you have the list of those? I've, I've seen a bunch yeah, of those actually, lists floating around. I actually do, which is I'm kind of uh, – let's see if you if you agree with their top five matches of the well, year. Should I guess WWE. some of these? Like you want to give me a quiz? You want to quiz me? Yeah, yeah. So, so top five matches. What do you – just think back to the year 2019. Okay. Well, come up with five matches, five definitive matches that define the WWE in the year 2019. Uh, Zack Ryder versus no. Um, <laughs> that'd be funny if they did like a like a main event match or something. Uh, I'm gonna go uh, Tyler Bate versus Walter from uh, NXT UK Takeover. Was that on there? Negative. Uh, that's this list is already bullshit then. Um, <laughs> Kofi and Daniel Bryan. From yeah, that was that was actually yep. That's actually the number one match of the year. Okay, is, uh... All right, that makes sense. Uh, let's see. Can we go with um, Gargano and um, Adam Cole from uh, Takeover? Two out of three. Five. No, I'm going to give you a hint. There's no NXT matches oh. whatsoever on this five. <laughs> this is great. That's my only hint I'm going to give you. Uh, I, I, I can't even name any more. I don't even know like other matches that stand out to me that are not nxt um okay so um uh, how about to, sasha banks and, uh sasha banks and ronda at the royal rumble no negative come on what is this tell me these matches then. <laughs> yeah let's just just quiz sheena from we'll now start on from, let's we'll, just quiz sheena we'll start five okay we'll start from five so number five they have which i i actually actually really love this match um and i definitely recommend you go back and watch it because it's definitely on the network because they do take forever to put these matches on. Um, from SmackDown Live, it was in January. Um, it was on Andrade versus Rey Mysterio. I think it was like the first time they faced each other, and it was a, it was like a twenty minute match. Wow, nice! And it was it was it was really it was a really good match. Like it is you definitely go back and watch it. I'm not sure what date. It doesn't say the date of January. It just says January 2019. Number five, Andrade versus Rey Mysterio. Definitely watch that. Um, number four is. AJ Styles versus uh, Seth Rollins for the uh, Universal Championship at Money in the Bank. Oh, that was a good match. Yeah, that was a really good one. Um, Number three was the Elimination Chamber match, which was really awesome. Um, With Styles, Hardy, Kingston, or in... Oh, yeah. I I need to go back and watch that. I feel like it's been like forever for some reason. That was before WrestleMania, right? Isn't Money in the Bank like the month before WrestleMania? Yeah, that was the uh, that was it was Kingston and Daniel Bryan. They were the last two, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it, it looked like Kingston was going to win it. And then that was it. That was a that was a really good match. Um, number two is because uh, I already told you number one. Number two is Sasha Banks versus Becky Lynch. Hell in a Cell. Oh, uh, okay, I can see it because they really. I mean, it. I, I mean, it's it's a good choice. It, and I thought they were going to put the women's match from WrestleMania, which is wasn't really a good match. That was. Not um, good. But yeah, no, that match was really yeah. Go back and watch the the um, the Hell in a Cell match. It, this is a pretty innovative stuff there, and it was. I mean, it was a second women's uh, Hell in a Cell match, I believe. Because Sasha was in both of them, so she used her experience to uh, to lift Becky up, lift the man up, and they uh, and that they uh, actually watching it right now. She did that um, double knee thing into the ladder. Oh yeah, um, oh man, that was that's pretty right. sick. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta okay. watch that. So yeah, that's it. That's how they run out their top five. So, I mean, I don't hate it, 
but they should have included some NXT matches in there. I think. Yeah, they did a top ten. God, man. I mean, dude, that Walt, that Walter and Tyler Bate match is so freaking good. I need to go back and watch that again too. That was so good. Um, okay, yeah, we're gonna do once Sheena comes back. We're gonna have a uh, an episode where we'll do our, our Chicky Awards. Uh, we'll do the best wrestler of the year, best match of the year, best figure of the year, all that kind of stuff. So that'll hopefully be in the next before the end of January, while things are still fresh in our brain. Um, yeah. Cool. Let's go into our go figure segment. You ready, Marco? Let's do it. All right, everybody. Time to talk about what we purchased, what we received from from our Christmas stockings, all that kind of stuff. We call it our Go Figure segment. If you're out fig hunting and you find some good stuff, be sure to post us. Tag us on Twitter. We'd love to see it. Tag Marco. Tag myself. Tag Sheena. Tag everybody in the Foley family. Uh, We'd love to see the shelves at Target and Walmart, even if they're empty, because ours look like that too. Uh, So, yeah. Uh, let's start with uh, let's start with what I got, and I meant to mention this on last week's or last time we recorded. Uh, our buddy Mike Lanham, who's been on the show before, got me one of maybe the best Christmas gifts I've ever gotten, and um, it's uh, if you've ever heard of the website Cameo dot com, uh, you can get famous people to record little videos. Oh, that's Did, awesome! Have you heard this yet? Have you seen it? Yeah, yeah. I was actually going to uh, do that for. Uh... For a friend of mine, but yeah, it's it's you can literally get anybody. You pay them like a whatever the their fee is, and they'll send them a personal message, message which is pretty awesome. All right, have you have you seen the one that Mike made for me? No, I have. I actually haven't oh seen it. Oh my god, you must not have been in the group chat. That we okay. I'm sending you the link now. You can listen to it. I'm gonna play it for the people here, but you for some reason you won't be able to hear it on my computer. But I'm gonna play it right now. Hold on one second. All right, so Marco's watched it. I'm gonna play it for you guys here. Jordan Grace, my favorite female wrestler in the world uh recorded a little video for me i'm gonna play it for you now hey phil it's thick mama pump jordan grace here i just wanted to say merry christmas and also wanted to congratulate you on the success of your podcast the chick foley show i'm gonna try to be on it sometime i just i'm a little spazzy sometimes i'm actually at wrestlecade right now so i'm in the locker room right now as you can see the room is huge, but I just wanted to wish you a Merry Christmas. And yes, thick chick season is the best. That was a kiss at the end there, Marco, if you didn't notice. That was a she blew. I a did kiss. notice. She doesn't have to do that. That wasn't in no, the requirements. She no. She added that in there because she knew it was me. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, she knew yeah. she knew it was a hot take yeah. hit, man. So uh, the internet rumors are swirling that she's all about me now. I got to shoot those down. But uh, Mike, awesome gift, man. I, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I owe you big time, brother. Uh, pretty, pretty cool stuff. I um, also received a from my buddy Canick, uh, who is a friend of the Major Brothers. He's talked about on their show quite a bit. You can follow him on Instagram at uh, k a n i k eighty nine. He works for. Uh, eagle moss hero collectibles he sent me the the they do like a little statue of a bunch of wrestlers like, i think they had like a have a subscription where they do one a month or one every couple months yeah uh, he yep. sent me the newest one which is kurt angle because he knew i'm a big kurt angle fan awesome. in the house he sent sheena a bret hart one and we have a third bret hart one that we're going to give away in the coming weeks which is uh they're super detailed they're great looking i posted it to our uh, facebook page when i got it so uh, really cool stuff. Thank you, Canik, for sending that over to me here. 
you guys should follow them on uh, Twitter and Instagram. It's just uh, Hero Collectibles, uh, Eagle Moss. Let me pull it up here so I'm not sounding like a complete moron. I believe it's at Eagle <laughs> Moss. Eagle Moss Collections. Yes. Yeah, Eagle Moss Collections. Yeah, they have a, more than just wrestling. They have all kinds of, uh, of of different stuff. And then if you go to at Hero Collector underscore is where their uh, pop culture type of figurine things are. Uh, so a couple different spots to check on Instagram. But thank you there. Another brother, uh, good brother, sent me a gift too uh, from the Boots to the Face podcast at a bearded master, the co-host there with our buddy Rucker, sent me the Stone Cold IPA, which we have not gotten down here in Maryland. Now you said you've seen it up in uh, your neck of the woods. Oh uh, yeah, definitely. I've, uh, I've I've tasted the uh, sweet nectar of uh, oh really Stone Cold IPA, and it is. Have you have you tried it? No, no. I have the one can, so I'm holding off for uh, Raven oh. Su- Raven Super Bowl or something like that. Maybe I'll pop it up, but I do want to do a review on the show of it. Um, but I sent him one of their local breweries here, Heavy Seas, just came out with a 25th anniversary IPA, which is uh, like 14 and a half percent. What? I, yeah, I know. And the, one of the guys at one of my stores said like it just tastes like a a really good IPA. It doesn't even taste you know like super high. But I mean, so I sent him one of those. Be cool if in 2020 we can do a little uh, beer exchange. I know you're not supposed to mail alcohol uh, to people, but yeah, uh, yeah, it's frowned upon, like masturbating on an airplane. Exactly. It's not illegal. Um, so, yeah, a bunch, <laughs> bunch of cool gifts from people and uh, re- really good stuff. I bought um, – well, for Christmas, I got uh, the Shawn Michaels pop vinyl and the Ric Flair pop vinyl. So I'm up to I'm up to six now. I'm almost done. I think I'm going to get Stone Cold and The Undertaker <laughs> and call it a day. I got, yeah. I'm only going with – I'm telling myself I'm only going with, like, the, uh, the my, my Mount Rushmore type of guys. So I got Hogan, Flair – Bret Hart, Warrior, Savage, and and Shawn Michaels. So pretty good. Pretty oh, wow. good yeah, pretty good six uh, six team six man team there. I uh, decided I'm doing a Macho Man um, collection uh, with all the different random Macho Mans I could think of. One from like every era. So I'm eventually get an LJN. <coughs> I picked up the NWO White and Black Macho Man from the uh, original San Francisco Toy Makers off of eBay. Because nice. I didn't get any, I didn't get any figures per se from for Christmas, but I got um, a couple of eBay gift cards and, a, and an Amazon gift card. So I've used those. I've like they like were burning a hole in my pocket. So I, I used those yeah. really quick. I uh, got some stuff. I got from Amazon. I got the Kofi Kingston uh, WrestleMania Elite, which I've been hoping to land, and uh, that that's all paid for. It's gonna. I think it's it was like pre order for like the fifth or sixth of January, so it should be here next week. Yep. Um, other than that, I don't think I bought anything else. We have some news on some other set series that are supposed to be coming out soon that I want them to get. But uh, what, did, what did you get for Christmas, and what did you pick up over the last couple of weeks? Um, didn't really get any, like, same same thing, just gift cards for, for Christmas, which I love because I can go and in, in, in control what I buy. Um, but other than that, before that, I did get the um, the the WWE Masters of the Universe um, figures, so not the set with – with uh, John Cena and, and Triple H, which I already have, but the other figures are like Sting, Finn Balor, Ultimate Warrior, um, and the other Triple H that's a part of that. So grab those. Um, uh, friend taken, of the show. Have you taken those out of the package? Sorry to interrupt you. Have you taken them out of the package? Not, not yet. No, I haven't yet. I actually, I was actually, I actually haven't opened a lot of like, I, I've been like opening things very here and there. Like 
I still have like the Ghostbusters still in the boxes. Oh, I haven't man. even opened them up yet. I'm like, I've like stacks of stuff that I haven't even gone to, but I've just been like, I don't know why. I just here and there, just like, oh, I wonder what this looks like out of the box and just open it up. But yeah, I gotta, I'm gonna take some time and just, just have like a big trash day and just like open everything up and let them fly. Nice. Uh, but yeah, I haven't opened those yet. Um, I did a uh, friend of the show, Mike Lanham, um, landed me a uh, Gorilla Monsoon. Oh, yeah. um, which I'm very happy about. So have to get that uh, Cash Ono. That's the elusive guy right there. Um, only other thing I did was go on uh, Ringside and start pre-ordering uh, Ultimate Edition Four. Is up for pre-order now. So that's Brock Lesnar and Shawn Michaels. Um, those two figures there. Um, I am not not a joke. I am actually thinking of pre-ordering the um, Lars Sullivan from <laughs> Series 105 because that think, might be a. I think they might have uh, pulled that, be, that. I think they might have pulled did, that today. Are you sure? I see. I mean, let me, let me check the website. Hold on. Yeah. Hold on. Series one hundred and five. I'm, I'm pulling it up right now. It's. I mean, no, it's still on ringside. Still, still on there. Yeah. So I think I think that might be a collector's item. Yeah. I'm not sure. I mean, oh, I yeah. could be wrong, but it might be. It might be like, hey, this. You know, you can do your own research on the story at some point, but uh, I think it might be a collector's actually. So I I pre-ordered that. Um, He's got both both that, the hands are in like an open gripping position, so it's all set. All which is which is, I think that's very ironic that they that they did that, or yeah. maybe they knew of of the <laughs> of the of the story that happened. Um, but yeah, it's actually really funny. Um, but yeah, so that's pretty much it. Yeah, nothing nothing too crazy uh, when it came to to Christmas. Um, actually, you know what? I did get the pre order. I'm not I'm not sure if it's still up. On Amazon, you can actually pre-order the Fiend pop. Oh, again? It came back? Yeah, it came back. So it says like a February release release date if you go on there. I'm not sure if it's still up, but I was able to do that. Um, hopefully it doesn't get canceled, but I went on one night and I was like, you know, I think it was Christmas Eve. I was like, yeah, I was like, what's on Amazon? So I went on there and I seen the Fiend and I was like, oh, let me see if I can pre-order it. It let me do it. Um, yeah, it's so still I'm on assuming here. still on there. Twelve, yeah. twelve ninety nine. Not not a bad yeah. price. So get out there, people, and that's the very first figure of the fiend. Um, so definitely get your hands on that. I think it comes in the in, uh, in the plastic casing too. If oh, I'm not really? mistaken, I could be wrong. Uh, but the there's a commercial that Bray Wyatt did for it um, for the fiend pop at the front house, and it actually had the casing. And it said Amazon exclusive on it, so I'm, oh, really? I'm not sure if it comes shipped like that, um, which some collectibles do. Um, uh, I think the uh, so the one one of my one of the it's not wrestling related, but I picked up the um, Star Wars. Uh, I forget the the artist name. There's an artist that does like some like wacky like designs and stuff like that. He did like a cross promotion with Star Wars, um, and he came up with a figure that's like in the casing. Like you buy it. In the plastic casing, and it's not the cardboard casing. Really? Uh, so sometimes they do that if it's a real collector's item, which I'm assuming the the feed will be. Um, so we'll see. But yeah, definitely get out there and pre-order before they run out of pre-orders or they take it down at some point. Yeah. Uh, shout shout out to our good buddy Bob Zegler in our Facebook group. Uh, he pointed out today that the uh, the Matt Riddle basic was up on there on Amazon for pre-order. Um, yeah, and which was like you know nine ninety nine. So I've been waiting for that. I didn't want to pay the uh, extra for a basic. So uh, got that for the son. You know, 
this is a tough time of year as, as a parent. You got Christmas. Well, I mean, for me anyway, Christmas, you got Val- I always do something for Valentine's Day. My son's birthday yep. is then in March. And then, oh, wow. then Easter, like the next month. So it's like you got to have like gifts stocked up for people. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, but uh, I got that. And um, oh, I did want to announce the winner for our uh, Macho Man Slim Jim, which came in last time we recorded. We did an episode, Me, You, and the Heel Husband. And we all gave our top five figures of 2019. And this figure was in our, I think, everybody's top five or so. Uh, yeah. This is going to go to at jtw for life that is one of our followers on twitter j at jtw for life jay you have one week to claim your prize slide into the dms and uh we will get that mailed out to you his name on twitter is stanky fanger so awesome <laughs> but uh, he he retweets all our stuff, so that's good. And if you didn't see it today, we have another giveaway already announced. I wanted to yep. jump on it a little bit early. Uh, our good buddy Dennis Montesano, who just had a young uh, newborn in the last couple of weeks, we had a lot of uh, full family members having babies in 2019. Jeez, yeah, um, we're growing the fam. We're, we're yeah. brooding. We get yeah. we get we get uh, ready for the future generations of. Foley fan members. Exactly. Maybe people are listening to our voices and they're getting like in the mood or something. I don't know. Maybe there's connection there. But uh, oh, maybe. Dennis found an, uh, a Gorilla Monsoon Elite figure, uh, MOC, and he's going to donate it to the cause. And all you have to do is go to our Twitter. It's uh, tagged to the top of our Twitter account. Just retweet the tweet and uh, drop a GIF in the comments of your all-time least favorite wrestler. We've gotten some pretty good – you've been following this today? I've, I've gotten some pretty good suggestions from people. A lot of people hate Brock Lesnar and uh, you know all your basic people, but I had some good Jeff Jarrett's. I had some uh, Lex Luthers yeah. in there, a lot of great, seen, great colleagues. Yep, yeah, i seen the banter between the brothers there with the, uh, <laughs> with the Roddy Piper and all yeah. that stuff. That was pretty actually really funny. Yeah, a couple of them uh, you know, really shocked me. It's just people that I guess you know it's it's no right or wrong answer, obviously. But you know, sometimes yeah. you just don't collect, connect with a wrestler, and maybe they're before your time. Maybe you just don't like their their whole you know personality. I mean, I I can get why Roddy, people don't like Roddy Piper if you don't like you know he he wasn't in the ring for much of my childhood. Uh, but he had some great matches when he was, and yep. uh, you know he was one of the best on the mic. But uh, yeah, it was. Uh, uh, good stuff. So at JTW for life, you are the winner for that uh, figure. We will have Marco send it out to you soon. Uh, Marco, I'll hit you up with that shipping whenever we get find out where Jay lives. Hopefully, he's not in like Antarctica or something. Um, yeah, hopefully not. Uh, I, I sent that. Be- uh, it's crazy. I sent that one beer today to uh, at Bearded Master. It was like the shipping was like he's in California, so the shipping was like fourteen bucks for like the cheapest shipping possible. I'm like, jeez, it wasn't even that heavy. It's just one beer, but uh, yeah, you know. Uh, I'm done. Hopefully, I'm done with the post office for the next couple of weeks, unless we find stuff. You know, we're the, the good thing about the Facebook is you probably know if you listen to the show, we we find stuff in our local stores. There's about seventy of us, so it's easier than like Twitter or the you know normal Facebook to kind of weed out some of the noise and just be more of a uh, a smaller group. We can kind of find stuff for people. We have a, a running list of what everybody needs. Exactly. Uh, so we're always trying to help people out. So it's been pretty cool. So. Um, yeah, that's been all of my pickups uh, so far over the last couple weeks. Um, I did, and you did want to talk about the um, 
the Royal Rumble 2020 Elite Series. But before we do, I forgot to mention that the Go Figure segment is sponsored in part by our friends at Ringside Collectibles. They are partnering with us uh, in the new year here going forward, and we love uh, working with them. That's WrestlingFigures.com. If, you know, if you're listening to this podcast, I'm hoping you know what Ringside Collectibles is. If you don't, it's the best place on the Internet to buy wrestling figures months before they hit the shelves, if they ever even hit the shelves, uh, knowing our stores. Uh, but you can use code CHICKFOLEY for 10% off of your order and uh, screenshot us the order, and we do a random giveaway for anybody who uh, you know, will pick, put your name in a hat, we'll give you something uh, just to show you uh, thank you for your support of us and our uh, our promo code there. But, uh, yeah, the Royal Rumble 2020 figures are coming out. Looks like pretty soon we've got some some promo images. We have a DPCI yep. number uh, that I can read off to the people here. But uh, what's uh, you really wanted to talk about this set. What do you like most about it? Um, so everyone loves, obviously, the Macho Man figure. Um uh, it's it's actually I actually can't wait to get my hands on it personally, but everyone's probably gonna kill me on this. I actually think the best looking figure there is the Bobby Lashley one. Yeah, I have been looking at that, and it it is a really good figure. I mean, he, he yes. doesn't have much of a look to him that uh, you know that's you know changeable from from figure to figure, but uh, they 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 hit that one on the head, and the Rock one is really good too. Yeah, the um, rock one's really good. You know, as as much as you can make those two look really different, but I mean, I love the sculpt they use, and that was, you know, I think that was when he beat CM Punk for the title. Yeah, that, that uh, was at Royal Rumble. He yeah, beat CM yeah, Punk yeah. for that title, and that that title is pretty awesome, actually, to to have that. In, um, but yeah, the the uh, the Bobby Lashley face scan is like it looks it, it literally looks like him, like like the I mean, his body looks like that anyway. So, so they really yeah, didn't, yeah. didn't have to do that much sculpting, um, but yeah, no, it looks it literally looks like you're looking at a miniature Bobby Lashley, which is which is crazy. And I know that's not probably the favorite amongst all those figures, and I think most people are just going to go after the Macho Man. Um, my least favorite is probably the Lita. Yeah, I don't like. One. I'm going to get it, but I don't. I don't really like it. It doesn't really remind me of like her time with like I don't know if it's like from her and her and Edge when they were a couple like. I, it looks like it is, and the, even the head scans aren't that. To yeah. me, they're not. They're not that great. Personally. I always remember I her with that shirt, like basically, like it just didn't. Like her tits were just out, and like she had like that black shirt where it just was kind of like the, the the front was open, and um, she was just looked like more like all in black. And this one, she's like wearing like <laughs> jeans or something. It just doesn't. Yeah, you know. Uh, but if you're if you're looking for these figures, they should hit pretty soon. I would say within the you know this month. Uh, check out popfinder.com. It's p o p f i n d r. Just take out the e, and uh, you can do a search. These are Target exclusives. Uh, the DPCI number that you want is zero eight seven dash one six dash eight one oh one and uh you can search for it there i haven't seen it landing anywhere i don't see anybody that's been usually the west coast will get them first and they'll make their way out to the east coast but uh uh this should be the next set i'm hoping they land before the royal rumble i think the royal rumble is on the 26th this month so uh we'll yeah. see um and uh, i got a little tip off the record from our good buddy unstable 1047 on instagram he does a lot of figure photography and stuff and uh, post a bunch of cool stuff. Uh, give him a follow, but uh, he's—I guess he does some some YouTube uh, videos. He has some information on what's going on with this Peyton Royce, 
uh, that should be shipping with the uh, Elite 73, as well as the Cassius Ono and the Page from the Elite 71. We talked about it last week that they're not showing up in packages, uh, but I think he has an inside scoop. So uh, check out his page, and he, I think he does some YouTube videos. He's putting one up tomorrow uh, with that info. I told him I would not share it with anybody until he uh, made the announcement. So uh, a lot of stuff going on, a lot of cool things. And uh, I've been to, I think today I went to like two Targets, two Walmarts. They were all totally empty. Uh, mm. The cupboards Same are bare here. after everybody grabbing stuff for their kids for Christmas. So, Yep. Just a lot of Oscars hanging on the uh, <laughs> on yeah. the pegs there at Target for me yeah. anyway. That's been a just big, a, big the peg network warmer. spotlight Oscar. Yeah, that's been a big peg warmer. Um, let's go into our random merch of the week. You have a good one here. It's Jack's Maven figure from 2005. Yeah, it's the uh, the Jack's Maven figure from uh, I think yeah from 2005 New Year's uh, Revolution. That was a short lived pay per view. Um, for the WWE, I think it was 2005, 2006, and 2007 they did it, if I'm not mistaken. Um, which ironically, the I was talking to you guys about it. I picked New Year's Revolution 2005 as the retro recommendation of the week, which we'll get to after. Um, but yeah, Maven, I'm not sure if everyone remembers who Maven was. Uh, he was a uh, tough enough uh, competitor that got a contract to the uh, WWE back in was it is it the nineties that happened? Uh, I'm, no. I'm super old. Was uh, it two thousands? It's gonna was be it in the two thousands, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm getting old, so I'm losing my memory. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's about it's. I mean, it's it's you know I'm not sure if you guys it might break a bank um, for the price of this, but I mean it is up for bid. Um, the starting bid is a whopping. Six dollars and sixty cents. Whoa! So wow. if you uh, <laughs> if you want to uh, you know, throw a bid on there for the uh, for the Maven, um, New Year's Revolution two thousand five figure, you know, have at it. I'm not sure if your your pockets are ready for the uh, <laughs> the cost of this at all. But um, the ironic thing too is I was when I was talking to you guys, they actually uh, one of the there was on something to wrestle. They actually uh, Maven came up and they were talking about like like his career and what happened with him and you know um why it was why it was short-lived and stuff like that so um it all comes down to basically having the it factor as they call it so like you know you're not connecting with the audience you have all the you have the look you have the tools to move in the ring but personally you're just not doing your thing and um i think that's pretty much what they what the end story was with him um but yeah so that's the uh that's the 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 uh, random merch of the week for the uh, this week, um, it's pretty much it. There's I don't remember much there. about Maven. I mean, he was he was like he had a good look, but yeah, I think he was just he just didn't have the personality, just didn't connect with the fans. But yeah, he debuted in two thousand one. So two thousand one, yeah. yeah. So that was it was close to you know close to the nineties. Not not there, just the end of the Attitude Era, I guess you could yeah. call it. Yeah. All right, so uh, that's our random merch of the week. Let's go to our retro wrestling recommendation of the week, sponsored in part by ProWrestlingTees.com. You can buy some Chick Foley shirts over there. Just type in Chick Foley Show on the search bar. We should come up there, and uh, we have some shirts available. We should be getting some new designs made as soon as I uh, 
life slows down and uh, I can talk to our buddy Extra Cooler about making some new designs for us. I got I got a couple good ideas. Uh, but you went well, you went all in on this Maven thing. New Year's Revolution 2005. Tell me about it. Yeah, so um yeah, it was kind of weird that that actually um, Sheena came up with that figure because I was like, holy crap, I just picked the New Year's Revolution as the um, the retro recommendation of the week. Uh, not a great pay-per-view. Um, it's, uh, I'm going to hit you with some names here. It was seven matches. Um, I'm gonna, uh, so I'm going to have you guess what the longest match on this card was. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to name the matches, and I'm going to have you guess what, what match you think was the longest one. All right? So but, but this, this is a quiz show. That's what we're going to name this one, the uh, the quiz show. Um, so the first match was, um, I believe it was like a like a dark match. It was the Hurricane and Rosie uh, versus La Resistance. Okay. Um, that was the, that was uh, that was actually it was a pretty decent match. I'm, I'm a fan. Of, I was a fan of the Hurricane, so he could do no wrong in my eyes in that sense. Um, so the, the the opening match was Eugene, if everyone remembers Eugene, um, and William Regal. Facing Christian and Tyson Tomko. Wow. Do you remember Tyson? Barely. <laughs> Tyson I know Tomko, he was bald yes. and had like a bunch of tattoos. That's about all I remember. Yep. Yeah. About pretty much like a Batista almost, if you want to um, put it with someone. But Batista is actually on this card. Okay. Um, yeah. Third match is uh, Trish Stratus versus Alita oh, wow. uh, for the uh, okay. WWE Women's Championship. That had to be a long match, right? Oh, yeah. That was, uh, yeah. No, it wasn't a long match at all. <laughs> it was uh, that was actually three minutes and forty six seconds. Oh wow! That's Jeez. when they weren't. Yeah, when they weren't giving the uh, the ladies, even though they were tearing it down, they weren't giving the uh, the proper time to tell a story in that sense. Um, next match, which is really funny, Shelton Benjamin versus Maven huh. for the Intercontinental Championship. Um, you can guess who won that one. Yeah, um, Shelton Benjamin. Those, two guys, <laughs> those guys are pretty similar, though. Those, both those guys were like, su- like, I mean, Shelton Benjamin's super athletic, but he has also yeah. like not been able to really get to that next level or connect with the fans at all. So, yeah, I mean, he's made, mainly known for that super kick from Shawn Michaels, pretty much. Yeah, uh, Shelton Benjamin. Um, you can look it up on YouTube. That's pretty much the most famous thing that he's that he's done. Um, match number five: uh, Muhammad Hassan. Um, Versus uh, Jerry Lawler. Oh god! Um, it was actually like they had someone in their corner, so Muhammad Hassan had Davari in his corner, mm-hmm. and Jerry the King Lawler obviously had Jim Ross in his corner. Oh god! Um, I remember this now. Yeah. And that match was actually the longest, well, the second to the longest match on that card, <laughs> which is what? pretty telling. Um, <laughs> um, co-main event: you have Kane versus. Snitsky, oh, if you remember their God. feud. Yeah, this is the um, <laughs> definitely as the Attitude Era is done. We're not into like the John Cena era yet, and uh, you know, yeah, no, not yet. Um, main event's not bad. Um, so it's Triple H, um, Batista, Chris Benoit. Yes, I said his name. Oh. Um, Chris Jericho. <laughs> you could probably edit it out if you need to. Edge and Randy Orton. Um, oh, it was wow. an eliminate. It was the elimination chamber match, actually. Um, for the vacant World Heavyweight Championship, uh, not the WWE Championship. Um, and that match was obviously the longest match. 35 minutes that match was. Wow. Every other match was probably 10 or 5 minutes. 
after that. Yeah, even 35 doesn't seem like, uh, you know, for an Elimination Chamber match. That was, I mean, there's a lot of big names there, too. I think yeah. Shawn Michaels was the re- the referee for this match, if, I, if I'm not Yeah, mistaken. he was a special guest referee, yeah. yeah. Uh, yep, and... Uh, Triple H won, I'm sure. Yeah, as always. Um, yeah, Triple H won. And he's always, if you look at any... So that's, that was like my tidbit, my takeaway. Look at any uh, pay-per-view in that era, like in the mid-2000s or in the 2000s, and Triple H is on it, I can guarantee you he has the longest <laughs> match. Yeah. I'm not even joking. Yeah. Go to any... Any any pay per view you want to, it's at least twenty to thirty minutes long. All his matches, guaranteed. If anyone wants to dispute that, they can. But I challenge you to go look at a two thousands Triple H pay per view match and see if it is shorter than twenty minutes. These, uh, I mean, these cards now. I mean, I'm I'm looking at like, there was like what seven matches. The next the next pay per view was Royal Rumble, and it had, not counting the the thirty man Royal Rumble was. Five matches, and then, yeah, Triple H did have the longest match, of course, twenty-one minutes. Yes, yeah, Randy Orton. <laughs> let's, let's keep going here. No way out. Next one was No Way Out. It's Triple H in it. Five. Triple H. No, he didn't wrestle. Wow, what were they doing? Okay, all right. Maybe it was like a branded thing. Maybe he was on Raw. That was a SmackDown. Yeah, they video. started doing the splits there. So yeah. was it twenty-one at WrestleMania twenty-one after that? Yeah, who did he Triple H is definitely Booker on T? it. Did he fight Booker T. No. Yeah. No, he fought Batista that year. Oh yeah, Batista. Twenty-one, twenty-one minutes. Yeah, that was a great card, man. We're, now we're now we're going way down the rabbit hole here. Yeah. Um, I mean, you got just yeah, twenty-one. You had Sexy Kurt and uh, Shawn Michaels facing each other, which was a really good match. Oh, that is a great match. One of my favorite Kurt Angle matches. Yeah. All right. Um, we we announce our Slim Jim wrestling figure. So we I guess we have some pretty good uh, giveaways in the can. You also have. You have a one of the Masters of the Universe, Masters of the Rest WWE Universe rings with the John Cena and the Triple H that we're going to give away pretty soon. Yeah, definitely. So that's uh, that seems to be like the hot. That was like the hot item on uh, Walmart. <laughs> if you're if you're trying to get one, you'd you'd go on there. That was probably available for the most part. Um, but other times you go on there and you can you just find the ring um, at some point. But yeah, so that's going to be. A giveaway there so i think we have a lot of giveaways coming up so that'll be obviously after the google monsoon or if there's something else after that but yeah so that's definitely up for grabs we'll we'll uh, we'll get that out there and get it get that in a, a lucky winner's hands yeah the figures on on the walmart app are uh 35 dollars. i don't know if it's some sort of mistake or or what they're shipping from walmart they were like 15 bucks yeah now they're now they're 35 i mean that's yeah that's pretty shitty of walmart for doing that i mean i'm surprised they usually don't jack prices up like that yeah no, that's true i mean you can either do that or take my advice go on ringside use Kochik foley and get that lana sullivan before they pull it uh, that's my yeah, I, might, I might do that tonight because i gotta already got a pre- i gotta pre-order that um the only thing is it's a pre-order so they can give you well they char- no they charge you don't they they charge you I mean, they have yeah, to have them. They have yeah. to have them in stock if they're. Or That's they're true. I mean, they have to be made. Like if they're already taking pre-orders for them, like yeah, they're, no, they're, they at least exist somewhere. Yeah, they, they, yeah. I'm back on the website. They haven't pulled it yet, so yeah. I mean, and no, I'm not no pun intended by the pulling stuff. Yeah, he's not pulling I mean, or anything. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it's on the top or the bottom, but yeah, me, me, me neither. Um, yeah. <laughs> You can put them like a little AEW, A&W root beer t-shirt. And, you know, yeah, they, 
Get our yeah, buddy Fake Tees to make a little shirt for us. Yeah, if you see the screen cap, he was actually wearing an AEW shirt, which is kind of telling. So it's pretty. That was pretty cool of him. Our Sullivan to AEW. Confirmed. Yeah, man, he's all elite. I guess. All right. Well, uh, that's about it for us tonight. I think we had a a pretty jack full show here. Next week, or whenever we can get back with Sheena, we're going to do a a uh, mailbag episode uh, of just questions that you guys sent to us, both wrestling and non-wrestling. We will do our Chicky Awards. We'll talk more as we get closer to Royal Rumble here. Uh, again, check out our podcast on iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, anywhere you find podcasts. Give us a nice review. We appreciate it. Uh, check us out on Patreon. That's the best place to support us there. And uh, I can't talk highly enough of the, the group of people uh, that we have on there. It's a really good group of people. Our buddy TJ McHugh, which we seem to talk about every single week. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I just go onto the page at freaking, um, like, you know, Christmas. Christmas, Christmas Day. night. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, like, Christmas bored of talking Day. to my family. I'm, t- I'm tired of their asses. And he's he's given, <laughs> he's given away, like, five or six figures just to random people who have answered, like, TJ uh, trivia, like, what his favorite movie is and all this stuff. He's given away all kinds of men on card figures, man. Yeah, insane. That's what that's that. Those are things that go down on the uh, on the uh, Facebook group. Yeah, yeah. It's a, and then people just giving away stuff. People finding stuff in the wild and just you know uh, hooking people up. So yeah, it's been it's been pretty fun. But uh, stay tuned. We have a lot of cool stuff coming out. Uh, we'll uh, get you an update on Sheena in the next couple weeks. And um, she told us she was going on maternity leave. So uh, you know, hey, it's it's whatever. Hold on, let me let me pull up the Sheena Tron real quick. Yeah, see what she has to say about that. Yeah. Ugh. Oh, Ugh. Happy. <laughs> me personally, I just feel like it's it's stupid. That was how you really feel. Yeah, I know. She said it's stupid. Yeah. Hey, Stella! <laughs> Got a little Stella from, uh, oh, I forget that movie with Marlon Brando. Oh, yeah. I think, uh, oh, what is it? What is, God, the name what that is movie? that movie? Something about the the dock the uh, along the along the oh man, don't tell me along the along the water. Oh, it's gonna bother me. I don't want to Google it. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah. I know. Yeah. I, I already googled it. I had to. <laughs> what is it? On the waterfront. Uh, on the waterfront. No, a streetcar named Desire. Oh, what am I thinking of? Streetcar named Desire. Okay. Yeah. And uh, actually, you can watch the clip of him. Yelling the name. Stella. Yeah. Stella. Lacey Evans' butthole. Oh. All right, Sheena Tron, thank you for that. Thank you, Marco, for uh, for guest hosting with me here now. You are definitely the MVP. I don't know what I'd do without you. Uh, everybody, have a uh, happy beginning of your 2020, and um, keep those resolutions. Don't worry about all those assholes at the gym that look at you for showing up for the first time. Just do your thing. And, uh, you know, do a little bit every day to make yourself better, you know? Exactly. That's what I try to do. You know, take a little couple extra steps, eat another piece of broccoli, go for a walk. Uh, yeah. Put, put down the remote, pick up a book, you know, you know, work on yourself a little bit. You know, treat yeah. yourself. And buy, some, say, buy live, some figures, too. Yeah. Live your truth. That's what I say. Whatever's truth. true to you, live it. I like that. I like that. All right. So for Marco Denton, myself. Uh, Thank you for listening. We'll be back here next week, folks. Stay classy, Marks. Yeah. uh, Yeah.
ride with young bucks. Speaking of real hard dicks, does she have that shit in her mouth the whole time? I just don't know. You guys just won't give it up. 